Okay, Gemar Chazim everyone. We are starting, we are in Birchos HaShachar. Siman Nun Beis, Seif Aleph. Im Baale Beit HaKnesset Umatzat Sibor Besof Psoki De Zimra. A person comes late to show in the morning, and they're at the end of Psoki De Zimra. You don't have much time. So, Omer Baruch She'amar, Ad Mehula Batishpachot. So you say Baruch She'amar. V'achar Kach Tilayla David, that's right. Ad Mehata V'yad Olam Halaluka, that's Ashrei. That's the third of the five Hallelujahs. And then you say the fifth of the Hallelujahs. Okay? So those are the two most important Hallelujahs, if that's all you have time for. I saw someone else writes... The order is, ideally, if you only have enough time, you say Haluka number five, then three, then one, then two, then four. Shulchan Aruch just mentions these are the two most important of the five, Hagah. And if you have more time, that means if you actually had more time to say pretty much all of Psuke de Zimra, then, almost all of it, then Yomar Hodu Lashem Kiru. Then you, then you go back to Hodu. Hodu is one of the least important, but the first part of Hodu is more important than the second half of Hodu. So you go from Hodu, Lashem, Kiru, Ad, Vehu, Rachum. So that's the first third of Hodu. Videleg, Ad, Vehu, Rachum, Shekodem, Ashrei, and then you skip over to Vehu, Rachum, which is right before Ashrei. Right? And the rest of Psuki de Zimra is more important than Hodu. Kibin Taim, Enorak Psukim, Alukatim, because Hodu is basically just random Psukim. Now, Vecharkach, Yishtabach, and of course you have to say Yishtabach, because the three, uh, the, right, the first and last bracha are a unit. You can't say one bracha without the other. You can't just show up to show late, even if you want to be Chazan and just jump into Yishtabach. You have to minimally say, Baruch Shemar, Ashrei, and Yishtabach. Or just skip all the entire Psukhite Zimra and skip all the, those two brachot completely, as we will see. V'acharkach yotzer u'kriyat shma u'birchotea. And then you consider with yotzer or birchot's kriyat shma. And shma v'itpalel ima tzibor and yidavan with the tzibor. It's really important to say shma with the tzibor. And you want to say birchot's kriyat shma with shma. And you want to say, you want to daven the amidah. The, the the ikar part of the tefillah with the tzibur. Ve'im ein shehut kol kach. What if you don't have so much time? You delay gam mizmorim halu et Hashem in Hashemayim. You skip also the halukas and you just say Ashrei. Hagal im od ein shehut and there's still less time. Lo yomar rak baruch shemar utilal David ve'ishtabach. That's what we call baruch shemar Ashrei and Yishtabach. Just to point out. The Magid, uh, Magid Misharim, the Malach told Rav Yosef Karo the Beis Yosef to make sure you come to Shul early so that you can daven all of the Psuke de Zimra in order without skipping, because otherwise he calls it Ma'pech Hatsinorot. Because when we daven, the Mekubalim talk much about this, when we daven, our Tfilot go up to Shemayim through pipes. There's a certain way, it's a mashal, obviously. Certain ways our tefillot go up to Shemaim. 
and it's important you know, it's going to travel better and be more effective if you follow the rules or you follow the most direct channels um, so that's why there's an order as there is a proper seder as well to davening um, but certainly it's better to daven bitsibur than being makpid on saying al psuki de zimra and being in order also if one is late before davening it's really important to make sure before davening you say netilat yadayim, asher yetzar, elokai neshama, and birchot haTorah. First of all, it's obvious that they're important to say in the very beginning. They're obviously, but they're, it's even more important because once you daven, it's a big shaila if you can say any of those brachot. Once you daven shacharit, you can no longer say netilat yadayim. There's a suffix if you could say elokai neshama, and elokai neshama goes with asher yetzar, and it's supposed to be right after using the bathroom. And Birkat Torah is also a question mark because you already said, Ahavat Olam or Ahavarabah. The rest of Birkat Shachar, you could definitely say after davening. You have all day to say Birkat Shachar. Certainly all day, all day. Can you say it into the evening is a question mark. But certainly it's safe to say it all day if uh, you were not able to say it before Shachar's. Okay. Um, also on Shabbos, Nishmat um, we add. So most write that the most important after Ashrei is Nishmat. It's a very special tefillah for Shabbos. Some say you go based on Tadir V'She'en Tadir, but most write for Nishmat it's an exception and that takes precedence over the rest of Sukkot Okay. Um, continuing. The end of... Oh, we're still in Seif Aleph. There is only Seif Aleph. Where are we? Now, what happens if they already started Berkos Kriyat Shema and you show up? You don't even have time to say any Psukhe de Zimra. So skip. So the proper halacha is you jump into Berkos Kriyat Shema. Again, I would say those four brachot we mentioned. Jump into Kriyat Shema, and so you say it with the tzibur and you daven with them. And then you say all of, preferably, you're supposed to say all of Psuke de Zimra after davening, but you do not say the bracha because the purpose of Psuke de Zimra is for davening, and the, and the purpose of, and the brachot of Baruch Shemar and Ishtabach we're talking about. It is only nitkan for before shacharis. Again, berchos shachar you do say later uh, if you didn't say it. Haga umikomakom yomar kol habrachot shemechuyav levarech baboker. Right, that's saying berchot shachar that you still say them uh, all the brachot that you have to say. You say it afterwards. Right, the Gra is the one who writes, you can even say it at night time. But um, that's a question. Okay, let's move on. Nun Gimel. Siman Nun Gimel. Din Hara'oi Le'ered Lifnei HaTeva. So these are the halachas of Shaliyach Tzibur, as we are here on Erev Yom Kippur. Aleph. Siman Asif Aleph. Omer Shaliyach Tzibur Yishtabach Me'umad. So where does the Shaliyach Tzibur start? He starts with Yishtabach. Why Yishtabach? Because this way there's no 
uh, first of all, you stand for that, and the, the post can write that the main, uh, we're going to say it actually. Um, but the Shaliyah, um, it's important that he's there for Yishtabach so that there's no hefsek for Kaddish. We don't want to have, they start looking for a chazan to come to the front after Yishtabach. We want Yishtabach to be connected to Kaddish. Because Kaddish is really on what? On the psukim from Psukim de Zimra. And Kaddish is also a bridge. It's also an intro for, for Shachris, for the Amida. We always say Kaddish before the Amida, but we always need to have psukim before. So if, let's say there wasn't a minion, and all of a sudden they gathered together and everyone already said Yishtabach, so they should say three psukim and then say Kaddish. Because you don't say Kaddish without the psukim, but Kaddish is also an intro to the tefillah. And the Kabbalah, um, every Kaddish that we say, it's, it's placed in between certain sections as we, um, as our tefillahs come closer to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Um, as they write, it's diff- from different olamot, from one olam to another, from one sphere to another. As we get closer, um, the Kaddish is the vehicle that helps us get um, closer and higher. Um, both on the way up and on the way down. Okay. Bet. You can't say Yishtabach unless you said Baruch Shemar first. And at least some of Psuke de Zimra, because that's what it's for. So it's a unit and it's for Psuke de Zimra. Okay, Seif Gimel. We don't say. Right. We don't say. Um, we don't put the bracha and put on our talis between Psuki Zimra and Yishtabach. You could between the the prakim, between the Mizmorim of Psuki Zimra, but not between the end of um, Az Yashir and right before Yishtabach. Because Yishtabach, you don't want to have a hefsek between the Psukim and the bracha. Yishtabach is going on the bracha before, uh, on the Psukim before. Elabein Yotzer Yishtabach. So if you got it right before, you got your talis right before Yishtabach, wait till after Yishtabach. This is for individuals davening, as we will see. But if you got it during Pesuket de Zimra, you can put it on during Pesuket de Zimra between each Mizmar. Haga, the Ramah continues, If he didn't have a talis from during Pesuket de Zimra, He's the exception. He actually, if he only gets it right before Yishtabach, so he puts on his talis right before Yishtabach. Because we don't want there to be a hefsek between Yishtabach and Kaddish. Again, it's a little bit of a gnai and appropriate, and the Kaddish is all connected, and um, so that's the main reason. Interesting. What if you're davening? And you're part of the tzibur, and you have to wait. You finish Pesukit Zimra, you're quicker. You're there on time, you're quicker, and you're waiting for everyone. They say for, for the individual, it's uh, better, instead of just sitting around doing nothing, uh, you can learn, but it's better to say Yishtabach and then learn, versus learning before Yishtabach. Because Yishtabach is on Pesukit Zimra, and it's okay to have, uh, you can learn in the, because it's, it's all toward, toward, you shouldn't be talking Tvarim Batalim, obviously, but... Um, to learn, that's it's better to do it after Yishtabach versus before. Haga, miyo shalech tziburim ayalotayit chilit ate b'tziti kodem shiat chil Yishtabach kadei shiomar kadish miyad achay Yishtabach v'loyafsik v'chein im ein minyan beveira kneset. If there's no minyan 
in the Beit Knesset. Yamtina Shalich Tzibor in Yishtabach. But the Shalich Tzibor should be waiting to do Yishtabach preferably and not say Yishtabach yet. Ve'yishtok. And he just has to be quiet. The Shalich Tzibor should just be quiet. Until the minion shows up. Ve'yomar Yishtabach ve'kadish. And then he says Yishtabach with the Kaddish together. Okay. Si'if, Dalit. Shalich Tzibor Tzarich Sheyeh Hagun. You must be qualified. You must be very um, praiseworthy, proper. Ve'ezehu hagun. So the Shulchan Aruch qualifies. What does it mean, hagun? She'yehe reikan mi'averot. He has to be empty from averot. Ve'shelo lo yetza alav sheimra afilu bi'alduso. That there should be no sheimra, no bad name on the Shaliyah Tzibor, even from when he was a child. Right? It's, it's, it's always time to do tshuva, but think before we do an Avera, because it's not always easy to properly erase what we do. V'shiyah Anav has to be humble, umerut and he has to be umerut um, or everyone likes him. V'yeshlo ne'ima v'kolo arev, and he has to have a good voice and good nigunim. Viragil likrot Torah nevim uktuvim, and he has to be accustomed on a regular basis to read or learn uh, Tanakh. Now, these are all things that are really qualities for all of us, of course. Obviously, the shliach tzibur it's more important, but we see how important it is not to fight, um, not to steal, violate choshen mishpat. There's all these things could passel a shliach tzibur and really passel us individually to, to, to ourselves to a kodesh baruch uh, we also see the importance of learning Tanakh and Halacha, as we will see Talmud Chacham coming up. Um, okay, let's go on. Uh, right. The quote also, if a person doesn't learn, Mesir Ozno Mishmoa Torah Gam Tfilato Toeva. It says in Mishle, if a person doesn't has no interest to learn, he just I'm just going to keep the mitzvot and daven. And even his davening is considered a toeva. It's really important. One interesting thing for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, some point out it's important to um, to be married and at least 30 years old. That's that's lechatchila. And in general, we say it's better if you're married than if you're single. And some say a coin comes before a levy. But uh, a lot of these things are uh, depends on uh, the community and uh, each individual um, posik. Okay. Hey. And of course, and a lot of factors to keep in to, if you have to, if you have choices to make, how to choose. Okay. Uh, hey, Seif, hey. What if you can't find someone who fulfills all these requirements and these good attributes? So then, okay. You should pick the best, but it has to be the best based on Chachma and Umasim Tovim. Okay, those, those are the number one criteria. That's where we start from. Haga. What if you have an Amaaretz? Doesn't know much. He doesn't learn much. But he's got a great voice, and everyone enjoys having him the Chazan. And then you have a Ben Shlosa Shlosh Esrei Shana, 13 year old boy. He understands what he's saying. But his voice is not great. The Katan comes first. Sheharaga nefesh bishkaga. A person did an avera b'shogeg by mistake. 
Like he killed, killed someone by mistake. Vechazar bitshuva, I did tshuva. So then mutar liyot shaliyach tzibor, that's okay. Aval, im asab b'meizid, but if he did it b'meizid, lo. That's where yatsa shem ra alav bialduso. That's a big problem. Demikomakom, yatsa alav shem ra kodem atshuva. Because he already got that bad reputation for doing something b'meizid when he was younger. Vav, ein memanim Really, you should only pick someone who has a full beard. That doesn't mean it has to be full as in very long, but uh, most of the face is filled with a beard. Because of kavod sibor. But if it's just once in a while, just someone to get up from the, for the Amur. Once he's 13 years old and has... Two hairs, then he's allowed to daven for the Yomar. And they point, the, the poskim say, you don't have to check. Once he's 13 years old, there's a chazaka, and since we're talking about tefillahs l'rabanan, uh, at least most of what, the way we do our tefillah, that we're using the shaliyach tzibor, that portion is at least l'rabanan, the pashtut. Uh, even according to the Rambam that says Tfilas Daraisa, and everyone holds everyone holds Tfilas Daraisa on some level, at least Beit Sarah, and then how are we considered when are we considered Beit Sarah or not? In a time of difficulty. So but the point is the concept of the way we have a Shaliyah Tzibur, that's that's Darabanan. So you don't have to check. Any mitzvah that we need someone to be a Daraisa, then he needs to have a full beard or someone has to check, like for a blowing shofar, for example. His face. No. You have to have, you have to check. To, you have to have, yeah, someone has to check that he has two hairs. Or he has to have a full beard if you don't want to pull down his pants a little bit. Okay, okay so we'll, we'll discuss. We'll discuss after. Okay. Um, okay. Right now, this means, this means that the shaliach tzibork who is chosen cannot even pick someone to replace him, even once in a while. Let's say. Every holiday he wants to go away for, I don't know, Pesach. He goes away every year for Pesach. So the shaliach tzibur of the, of the synagogue, of the shul, can't appoint someone else to take over for him on a, on, on a regular basis, let's say, for every Pesach, year after year. You can have somebody go up one day, but you can't appoint somebody on a semi-permanent basis unless he uh, fits the criteria. And of course, everything that we're learning here, the tzibor has to has to want him. If the tzibor doesn't want, then uh, shaliyah tzibor can't. But uh, we'll see. Seif zayin. Im ein sham yadel yot shaliyah tzibor ki im ben shlosh esrevi yom echad. The only one who could be a shaliyah tzibor is someone who's thirteen in a day. In other words, a full thirteen years. Mutav sheihu shaliyah tzibor mishibatlu milishmoa kedusha vekadish. Obviously, it's better to have someone who's 13 versus to have no minion. Okay? Chet. Mi she'eno ba'al zakan. Kol she'nikar bo she'egiya l'chlal shanim. She'ra'u'i l'itmalot zekano. L'itmalei zekano karinan be. 
So you don't mamish have to have a full beard, but it must be either you either you do have a full beard, or it has to be obvious when you look at you that you have it's your ra'ui to have a full beard. Hilkach ben esrim shana. Therefore, once you hit age twenty, afapi she'ein lo zakan. Even though you have no beard, then it's not a problem. Because once you hit 20, we, um, we know your bar mitzvah. Haga, v'chein, im hayalo zakan afilo ma'at. You're starting to grow a beard. Karinan be'in itmalei zakanayim hu ben shmona asre, ulamala. If you have just starting to have a beard, then you need to be 18. Okay? Um, tet. Saris, Saris, one who cannot have a child. So you're allowed to use, Saris can, even though yeah, he can't have children and he's, um, I forget the exact translation, but uh, anyway, he's clean shaven because he doesn't grow hair. Not clean shaven, he doesn't grow hair, he doesn't have any facial hair. So, uh, but once he reaches 20, again, he's also kosher to be a shaliyatzi. Okay, Yod. Yesh lilmod zechut al mekomot shenoagim shaktanim yordin lifnei ateva litpalel tefilat arvit b'motzei shabbatot. There were places, never heard of it personally, but there were places that had the minag on motzei Shabbos only. They would have ktanim lead the services, be the chazan. So the Shulchan Aruch writes, Yesh lilmod zechut. Don't yell at them. Don't go crazy. But they shouldn't be doing it. It's not the proper thing to do. I'm assuming he would say you can say something, but don't get out of hand. If they don't want to listen, just let it be. It's fine. Haga. That's their minag, and it's not totally wrong. Haga. Ubim komot, and also there's no chazar shot. So it's, it's only things, even the tefillah itself, that the chazan is doing at nighttime is only the rabbanan, like Kaddish. And barchu. Ubim komot agukin, and in Places where there is no such minag, which I believe is everywhere nowadays, in the katan even for mariv, we never let a katan lead the services. He's never the chazan. Even though you reach thirteen on Shabbat, we don't let him daven the night before mariv. He doesn't have a full 13 years. Okay? Yud Aleph. Yeah. Just, yeah, I'm not sure either. I'll have to look this one up. Yud Aleph. Shaliyach tzibor shamarich b'tfilato k'day sh'yishm'u kolo arev. A shaliyach tzibor, who stretches it a little bit, to daven nice, imu machmat sh'sameach belibo, al shenotein hoda'a l'hashem mitbarach. If he's doing it because he, and, and he's, he enjoys it, because he's giving shavach and hoda'a to Kaddish Baruch Hu, then tavo ala bracha, then that's good. But if you're doing it, and that's when he's serious and he davens with fear and awe to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that's good. 
But if he's doing it because he enjoys to hear his own personal voice, not just the tefillahs <laughs> sung nicely, but he's doing it for his personal voice, Arizim Meguna, that's disgusting. And as a general rule, if you're marich, you're taking a long time to daven. You are not doing good. Because this is a tircha de tzibura. Um, it's a little bit objective and a little bit subjective, naturally. Um, but there is, uh, there is an Indian of schlepping it out too long that's inappropriate, uh, especially for Shabbos and Yom Tov. People are supposed to be home with their family or time for yourself, time to learn. But um, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur is, uh, I guess, an established ex- ex- uh, exception. Yud Bet. You don't want to have a shaliyach tzibur davening when he cannot pronounce things correctly or properly. And that obviously depends on the tzibur. If everyone pronounces an aleph and an ayin the same, obviously it doesn't apply. And also anything where if the shaliyah tzibur stutters a lot or has any issues that doesn't match and it's, a, it's disrupt, it's a uncomfortable, it's not unpleasant, doesn't match the levels of the rest of the tzibors, um, so then obviously that's inappropriate. Yud gemel, e'pocheyach v'hu shebigdo karua uzrautav megulim lo yered teva. He should not daven for the Amida. Um, the, what's, what's a pocheach? So it's a person who has his clothing ripped and his arms and shoulders are uncovered. So anyway, the person who's dressed completely inappropriate for the tzibur obviously is going to be uh, inappropriate to go up. And it's a ganai. Yodalit. Suma yered lifnei teva obivad shelo yikra batara mishum dvarim shebiktav iatara shay omram al peh. Someone who's blind cannot lean, he can't be a balakore, because he can't say psukim. Um, that you could only, you're only allowed to say psukim, especially if you're motzi, other people, if you can actually read them from the ktav, and fortunately he can't see. Tetvav. Shaliyach tzibor kavua yared lifni ateba me'atzmo v'loyamtin shiomrulo. Someone who's, that's his job, every week. He has his kavua to be a shaliyach tzibor, he doesn't have to wait for anyone to call him up. He just goes. Right? Certainly that's the same for any chazan who's already been uh, pre-scheduled for the holidays. But if someone's not a regular, he's not the kavua, out of proper humility and proper uh, decorum, you don't just get up when, someone, when the gabai or someone just calls you to go to be the chazan. You you first uh, you pass you pass it off you refuse you say, no thanks but v'loya termidai don't don't push him off too much just gently like it's okay you don't need to, you don't need to be called that's elabe pam rishonam meserev you only refuse the first time pam but then when people tell you to go up a second time then you start to get up you act as if you kind of want to you're willing to go up. But you're hesitant, maybe. And if they call you a third time, then Ya'amod, go already. If a, a great person, bigger Talmud the Rav of the Shul, maybe someone very important, also depends on you know your age. You don't refuse him at all, you immediately go. 
and that's a general rule for other um, uh, but so, but uh, for other positions but if it's actually a position of power then you are allowed to reject even uh, an Adam Gado okay. stop all right we'll stop here